episode 68, Being Wise with Your Ad Dollars. Don't be duped by slick propaganda. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we hear Chris Burfield's perspective. Join 2017 Podcast Awards nominated host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, as he gets a rarely seen look into the specialties of all types of doctors and guests, plus marketing, travel tips, struggles, goals, and relationship advice. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Are you ready for a triple threat of video marketing tips, tricks, Facebook marketing, messenger? We're bringing it this week. We're bringing it for an entire month, actually. Three are confirmed. One is on the fence, and that'll be a physical therapist. So hopefully that person will commit and they will follow the last episode. But we got Chris Burfield, we got Chad Woolner, and we got Sean Andrews. Two are chiropractors. One just loves chiropractic, but they are they have their own thing going. Uh, one really specializes in video. One specializes with click funnels, um, and one it will teach you how to do your own ad so you don't have to pay somebody. Especially with all these uh, shady characters out there, which we'll definitely talk about throughout the series. We got family men too. So the the second half of the interview is quite good on each person's show. So get your ink pens out. You're gonna want to take some notes. Put that camera on selfie mode. Fix your hair. Get a cool background. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain with our social media video series. Heads up, Bangkok was a great time. We didn't do a lot. It was a very business-oriented trip. We had to finalize the work visa and, uh, you know, waiting in line a bunch. But we got to eat a lot of good food. Got to learn a new Uber called Grab. Half the time it was good. Half the time we had to wait so long we just canceled and changed our plans. But... That's how it goes sometimes. I think it was because the uh, location was off and traffic was bad. But still, you know, when you have a car that looks like it's three minutes away and it's taking 25, I'm sorry, we're done. Definitely check out Thailand, Bangkok, Phuket, all that area definitely should be on your bucket list. Prices are incredible, especially like in Phuket, like 100 bucks, you can go on a boat. It's like a private island. It's crazy. Uh, Bangkok has all these different kinds of stores. You know, Facebook was kind of crazy. They showed a... um where have your friends been? So I was like, oh, so picked a restaurant and picked one of their gigantic shopping malls. It was like a discount shopping mall, which was really cool. So instead of having Prada and Gucci and um, the Gap and Abercrombie and Fitch and, you know, the standard stuff that you'd see in a mall, it was popular brands from across the world, but like, but all discounted. So it was kind of cool that, uh, you know, you can still shop, have a good time and not pay full price. All right, on with the show. Today's guest, while not a doctor, has been around the chiropractic profession for nearly a decade or more. His name is Chris Burfield. He's with Van Burf Media. He's a little raw around the edges on his Facebook. And so what we're going to talk about today is like pet peeves with marketers and with clients when we're doing video and we're doing things like ClickFunnels. How do you not be the guy that's going to charge $19? So how to not discount? how to get higher quality patients. We're going to go through some tutorials about video ads, best length, how and why you should interact with your comments. Plus, he's a family man, so it's fun to hear at the end how he builds his life to honor that. If you never stick around to the end, definitely do it today. It's all changed. All the show notes can be found at doctorsperspective.net slash 68. Let's go. Hashtag behind the curtain. Live from Japan. 
Well, kind of. We have an amazing guest. This guy has been doing media and advertising for, for chiropractors and other doctors for over 10 years. Uh, he's somebody that I heard about back in like 2007 when I just started chiropractic. I was like, who's this guy who's got like tattoos and not even a chiropractor? And uh, eventually he just kind of, I guess, made it to my spam folder because I didn't pay for anything. And then he resurfaced in my life over the last year, started following him again. I was like, let me get this guy on the podcast. He knows what he's doing. He's got a really um, take it on the chin type of uh, <laughs> personality. So welcome to the show, Chris Burfield. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate being here. This is uh, this is exciting. Oh, man, I appreciate it, too. Um, tell us a little, a little bit of your backstory. You don't have to take too much time on it. Uh, not a chiropractor, but you focus in on that and... You've been doing it for so long, so kind of the, what yeah. you've seen. I'll, I'll kind of give you my story in a nutshell. So I uh, fell out of college in 1996 and had to get a job. I ended up in a chiropractic office working as a chiropractic assistant in 1997, uh, which was uh, July of 97, and um, fell in love with chiropractic. I had a uh, my quote-unquote boss, more I would refer to him as my mentor, um, Dr. James Strong, was very passionate and very purpose-driven and uh, really understood chiropractic philosophy. We would spend, uh, after the clinic would close, we would spend hours in the office afterwards just talking about chiropractic and philosophy and taking this message to the world and how can we get it out there. And uh, I became very, uh, I fell in love with chiropractic. And uh, in, in 2000, the year 2000, he goes, Dude, you need to go to school to be a chiropractor. You got to go back to college and be a chiropractor. We need chiropractors with your type, with your passion. So I said, all right, well, where do I go? He said, you go to Parker College of Chiropractic in Dallas, Texas. It's the best college, chiropractic college in the world. And uh, he was a national grad. I said, all right, I'm going to Parker. So like I, uh, I had to do prerequisites. I packed up everything I owned into my Ford Escort. And uh, I drove 1,200 miles. I even got my bed in the car, and I shoved the mattress in there and drove 1,200 miles with my bed crammed into a Ford Escort. Came to Dallas and went back to school and started doing prerequisites, and lo and behold, I failed out of college again. So I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a chiropractic assistant the rest of my life. Like, I, I love what I do. I am totally cool with being a chiropractic assistant till the day I die. And uh, so one of my jobs in the office was not just being a, a CA, but I did a lot of the marketing. I did the outside talks. I did the in-office workshops. I did teacher appreciation events, spinal screenings, networked. Um, any, you know, anything that you can think of, I did it. Internal referral programs. And I got really good at generating new patients. Well, one of my roommates, I had three roommates. They were all, uh, they're all Parker. Eventually they all became Parker grads. Um, one of them graduated and said, Hey man, I'm going to open an office. I don't know the first thing about like really driving new patients into a practice. And uh, I wanted to see if you'd like to go into a 50, 50 partnership with me. You do the marketing and handle that side of it. I'll do the doctor stuff. We'll open an office together. How's that sound? So I was like, Holy crap. Like, you know, it's, this is like, I'm, I'm not going to be a chiropractor, but this is like the next best thing. I, so uh, we opened an office for $12,000 because we could not get a bank loan. Uh, horrible credit, no assets. We had, uh, I had a $3,000 IRS refund check that year and some credit cards. He had some credit cards. And 
we went to big lots and we purchased um, our our front desk, our fold up chairs from big lots. Um, I think we spent sixty dollars on the desk and like uh, two hundred dollars on a bunch of chairs that were fold up chairs, and bought some posters on eBay. <laughs> found a substation, a used substation for two thousand dollars. Bought that. That was our diagnostic equipment, and uh, and we opened an office. Seven years later, uh, grew it into a practice that was doing about three quarter of a million per year, and I started marketing online in two thousand six. Started building a name for myself within the chiropractic profession thanks to the internet, and um, got to a point where I was really enjoying and loving what I was doing, you know, I was helping other chiropractors market their business. And I told my business partner, Hey, let's do a buyout. So we did a buyout and he purchased my half of the practice. And I went into teaching marketing at first full-time to chiropractors. And now I have a company called Van Burke media where we actually do the marketing for chiropractors. And that's my story in a nutshell. Very good. Yes. Now, as far as, <laughs> are you doing like Facebook ads, Google ads, Twitter yeah, ads? Yes, we yeah we focus on uh, Facebook advertising. Yep. So um, when we when I first started doing it, I was kind of like, hey, you know, we'll do your blogging, we'll do your social media posts, we'll do your email marketing, we'll do like everything. Um, but I really found my groove and niche within Facebook ads, and uh, was generating a lot of new patients for offices doing that more so than anything else. So uh, about. A year and a half to two years ago, I decided like, all right, I'm just going to niche down into doing Facebook ads for chiropractors. And that's what we do now. All right. I'm ready. This guy's kind of opinionated. Uh, <laughs> One of the, the, the ways I pitched him, hey, come on the show is instead of just being like, hey, what's some cool tips on Facebook? You know, you can, there's so many places that you can get that information. Pet peeves, man. This, this is where we're going to go at. Let's get some opinionated <laughs> Let's help some doctors not fall for it because I don't know I don't know what you charge and hopefully you're not like this person but I'm in some Facebook marketing groups and these guys are bragging hey man you gotta go after those rich doctor chiropractors they can charge three thousand a month man and, right. and we'll give them a hundred leads and you just pocket whatever's left and you know it only costs like two hundred bucks to get those leads so you just pocket twenty eight hundred man plus your plus whatever their ad spend is and twenty percent and I'm like I've seen it too are man are you kidding me. Ridiculous. And like, I sometimes like, cause I'm in those same type of groups, right? Like, here's the thing, like I'm what you call a lurker, right? So I'm in a bunch of these marketing groups, but I never post anything. I don't comment. I don't like, I just sit back and I watch to see what's going on. And unfortunately there are some real scumbags out there. And they are preying on the chiropractic profession. And like you said, I, I, I've seen those types of posts as well, right? Um, as a matter of fact, a very good friend of mine uh, here in Dallas uh, actually fell victim to that. So he had hired this Facebook ad agency and um, he was doing a dinner with the doc uh, Facebook ad program. And he's like, dude, like I hired this girl and she's doing ads for me and man we're just not getting anybody out to the dinners and i don't know what's going on because he's like i, I and he goes i know that you're doing the the dinner stuff now i wanted to see if maybe you could give it a, you know take a crack at it and see what happens so i said yeah sure rick man let's do it so um so i ended up taking over the account he told this girl he said hey you know i got another hired another guy i'm going to give him a chance at it since we're not generating leads so I, I get into his account and he's got a balance that's due to Facebook 
Uh-oh. of like fifteen hundred bucks. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, like this isn't this isn't right. You should have no balance with Facebook. So I I contact him because the way I do business, man, like I don't like some agencies charge you a fee. And then they'll say, okay, we're going to, this is part of, this includes the ad spend, right? Mm-hmm. And then they pay Facebook the ad spend. But what had happened was she, she did that. And, but the way I do it is I actually attach your credit card to the ad account so that Facebook is debiting you directly. It's not going through me. I hope you're listening and people. What, yeah, and what she did was, um, so I said, dude, you have a balance. He's like, well, that's, that doesn't sound right because I paid her the money and he go, I said, well, she didn't pay Facebook then. So I end up contacting this girl and she's like, okay, this is between me and you, but I really needed to get to this seminar and I used Dr. Rick's money to get to this seminar and I was going to put it back in next month when he paid next month and and she's gone to, and, and she goes, can we keep this between me and you? She's like, would you give me a loan to like, I'll pay you back. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> like, are you crazy? so I ended up telling Rick what happened and, uh, she ended up making it right with him, which was, which was good. But this is like, this is the scum that's out there, you know? And it's like, and, uh, I, yeah, there's a, unfortunately there's a lot of people out there looking to take advantage. However, uh, my biggest pet peeve are these $19 exam consultation x-rays. First adjustment, let's give them two massages with that as well. You know, give away the farm and base your marketing all on price. Mm-hmm. Like there, uh, there's a, 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 I don't know if you've ever heard of Edward Bernays, but he was an American propagandist. Uh, they, he was hired during World War One to... Is he the banana guy? What's that? Was he the banana guy? The ban- uh, he, Yes, uh, there. Yes, uh, in the 1950s, they did with the Banana Republic. Um, yes, uh, he helped coordinate a, 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 a coup. Yeah. Yes, he, yeah, he helped coordinate a coup. Yes, so For bananas <laughs> to sell better in America. Yeah, right. And uh, the Bernays, like um, during World War One, Americans did not want to go to war in World War One. Like we wanted to stay out of that, right? So for whatever reason, the government wanted to get involved in that war, probably because there's money in war, right? So they hired Bernays to manufacture the consent of the American people to demand that we go to war. So they started a propaganda campaign called Making the World Safe for Democracy. So, which we're still fighting that battle today, right? right. So, um, but it was after Edward Bernays came out of um, World War One. A lot of big businesses and corporations saw what he did to, you know, persuade the American public into thinking a certain way. So, big corporations started hiring this guy, and uh, one of the things that he said that actually. Um, makes a lot of sense. He says that like basically when you compete on price, all you do is create cutthroat competition to the point where it siphons all the profit out of an industry. And these $19 exam consultation x-ray first adjustment giveaway the farm offers, it's doing just that. And I'll give you a a classic example of it. I ran a Facebook ad because I was doing a webinar And I was like, in the ad, I mentioned how much I hate these types of ads, right? These $19 ads. 
And there was a guy that came on there, a chiropractor, and said, somebody in my town is running that very ad right now. Another guy came in and commented right under him, and I screen captured it so I could show it as proof to people. Another guy came in and said, I've got a guy in my town doing it for $7. And then a third guy came and said, I know you guys won't believe me, but there's a guy in my town doing all of it for $1. $1, exam, consultation, x-rays, first adjustment, massage. Like, it's, it, it creates cutthroat competition, so your marketing should never be based on price. It should be based on creating value and positioning yourself as an expert in the community so that people want to go to you and nobody else, but not because you're the cheapest person in town, but because you actually get results and you provide real value to the community. So that's the thing that you're paying for, which is interesting because we're just complaining about people that overcharge and end up not paying Facebook. Um, Right. Because that's what I've heard, by the way, I've heard that not just from you, but from several people. If you're not paying for your own Facebook ads, you really don't know if the person getting it is going to actually pay. And then you're still stuck with the bill. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but there is a point of people that would say, if I lower my exam, like at a screening, you're at a a show. And some of these places, like, look, for 30 bucks, you get an exam and we're going to donate it to charity or something like that. Uh And they say, look, let's lower the cost of entry. Because people don't know what chiropractic is. They might be nervous. This might be the first time that they're like even willing to do it. So if you're charging 100 bucks, it might be cost prohibitive and they won't, they'll, they'll never actually stay on. So some people are like, discount up front, but don't discount every service you do thereafter. Well, see, that's, yeah, that's the exact, and I, I am not opposed to a discounted exam, right? So like, I'm not opposed to, hey, look, you know, come in for a consultation exam or a consultation exam, even x-rays, and it's normally, you know, 199 but you can come in for 59 or 49 or whatever you want to do, right? Okay. What I'm opposed to is giving away your care. Like yes. to me, the... You know, and I know you've got other health professionals on here other than chiropractors, but like, you know, in the chiropractic profession, to like to me, the adjustment is the most sacred thing, right? That's that there should have the most value in your practice of, of everything you do, delivering that adjustment and giving that adjustment away, I think sets you up for failure in the long run where you become known as the guy who gives away care, right? So you start attracting certain types of, of people. And maybe you're cool with that. If you're cool with that, if you're cool with giving away care and, hey, I adjust for the sake of adjusting and I love for the sake of loving sort of thing, uh, and you want to put a box on your wall and tell people, hey, whatever you can afford, drop in the box, that's, that's cool. Like if that's what you want to do. Um, but I think a lot of people get into, you know, obviously they get in, they get into chiropractic because they love helping people, but at the same time, it's a business. And if you can't keep your doors open, there's nobody you're going to be, you can't help anyone if your doors close. Right. So you have to think about it in a, you know, more in a more smart way. Well, and like what you're saying is that's how I kind of look at it as well. Like you give away a free adjustment and then it becomes three. And then sometimes you have to be careful because the, the, the patient, I'll give you two free because what I'm going to sell you on 35 on the back end. Yeah. And I was like, what, what's what's going on? I don't really care for that myself. I'm not a fan of that style. Yeah. But, yeah. Actually, I have a friend of mine from chiropractor from Canada and he was subjected to this type of marketing. And he said at one point, the agency he was working with had him giving away his first two weeks of care, which were six adjustments. Whoa. 
for nineteen dollars. <laughs> so I was like, Paul, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He goes, I figured it out. They figured it out pretty quick when nobody converted. You know, it's like they came for the free care, and then, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's um, I'm, you know, I, I mean, I do discounted offers on my stuff as well. You know right. what I mean? It's, hey, I've got a. I think it's okay to do that kind of stuff. Like, even if you wanted to give away your adjustment, right? Include it in your nineteen dollar exam or whatever. I think doing something like that a couple of times a year for a small window of time mm-hmm. is okay. But the problem is when you're doing it month after month after month after month, then you de- you really devalue what you do. Well, what kind of clients are you going to get? I think if you did that for like 90 days, you'd find out pretty quick, like, man, I'm really frustrated. Nobody's coming in like they should. They, they As soon as they have a, a just a little bit of pain relief, they're out the door because then now they're paying 50 bucks a visit when they were paying 19 for like, all this service, right? It's going to hinder your growth long term. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's always best to position. Always best to position yourself as an expert. And the cool thing is, with the Facebook ad platform, we have the ability now to reach tens of thousands of people every single month in our community for really pennies on the dollar. Like you can run what's called a Facebook video ad campaign, and video ads are—I mean, you can get them for about a penny a view. So, you know, if you've got $300 to spend on an ad campaign for the entire month, that's just 10 bucks a day, you know, the price of two Starbucks coffees, right? 10 bucks a day, you can get in front of 30,000 people in your community. And what I suggest people do is they actually make content that genuinely tries to help people with problems that they're dealing with. So, for example, if you wanted to attract patients into your practice who are dealing with issues like sciatica and low back pain, what I would do is I would make a series of three videos that give some tips and advice to people suffering with those issues on how they can get relief. Now, we know that this isn't going to cure them, but it builds trust with them. So one video may be, hey, look, you know, if you've got you know burning, sharp pain running down your leg and you know, uh, severe back pain, like here's a great sleeping position for you to be in. Right. And you, and you demonstrate that, like get a pillow and get on, you know, a bed or a table and show them that sleeping position, you know, talk to them about their morning commute, because if you've got, you know, sciatic pain and you have to go to work every day and you have to sit in traffic for 45 minutes, they could be really, really uncomfortable for somebody. So if you say, Hey, look, Here's something you can do to help get you a little relief while you're going to work. Take a towel, roll it up, create a lumbar support, you know, maybe like put something under the leg to help elevate it a little bit. I don't know, you know, whatever that tip may be. And then run those ads to people in the community. And it may be the number one position, the number one sleeping position for are the number one sleeping position to get sciat- the instant sciatic relief, right? So if I'm scrolling the news feed and I don't have sciatica, I'm not really going to pay attention to that video. But if I have sciatica, I'm like, well, what's this? Well, let me see. And all of a sudden I watch that video and I'm like, hey, you know, this is helpful. I think I'm going to try this tonight. And then I go and I try that and I wake up the next morning and I feel a little bit better. All of a sudden, in my mind, I'm like, wow, this this guy or this this woman is a god. Like, thank you for that video. And then the next day, they see something else from you in their news feed showing them another. Like, here's a stretch that you can do for sciatic relief. It's like, wow, you know, now I'm starting to build a relationship with you. 
and you have a phone number on your on your on your video ad and you say hey you know you've got sciatica call me or send them over to a landing page and let them you know request an appointment but i will say this man like in the last six months or so um i'm seeing more and more people calling the office directly from facebook ads versus actually filling out a form and putting in name email phone number and requesting appointment so it used to be when I did ads, I would just put the form on the page. Okay, let's generate the lead, you know, yeah. and then have the follow-up. Now what I'm doing is I've got the form, but right above the form, I've got a clickable link for the phone number. So the phone number's on the landing page. All they have to do is tap it, and then a little window pops up and says, you know, basically, do you want to dial out? And then they just dial. Because if people are having an issue and they're in pain, sometimes they're just like, look, I want to talk to somebody right now. I don't want to fill out a form. Right. Like I just talk to somebody. So, um, so I would recommend that, you know, people listening to this, that on, you know, your website or your landing page or however you're doing it, like you have a phone number that they can just tap and call out directly from their phone. Wow. So you're talking about the, um, the conversion when you're, cause there's so many options. So that's the actual conversion part on the Facebook one where like you have to give an email but it's still linked towards the videos. Just when they click it, it opens up and you have yeah. all these options. Yeah, exactly. So they see the video on their newsfeed initially, right? And then yeah. you have where they can click and then they click and they, you know, maybe a button that says learn more and then they click and then they go over to a landing page and there's the offer. Okay, okay. So it's still taking them off of Facebook if they're interested. Yeah, and okay, Facebook okay. actually has these things now, which they've been around for a while, but they're called uh, Facebook uh, lead ads. Yeah. So. They can click it and they don't even go off Facebook. A little form pops open right inside Facebook and it automatically populates their name and email. And if they have their phone number attached to their Facebook account, that'll actually populate the phone number right in there too. Um, but it'll automatically populate name and email and then all they have to do is fill out their phone number potentially and boom, you've got the lead. Rumor has it that Facebook definitely wants you not to leave. So yes, that's true. Does it make it cheaper? to have that what we just talked about or like a canvas ad because i don't yeah. think i've ever seen a canvas ad that i've clicked on where it just takes over my screen i don't i've never seen it so are people using it and does it make cost sense yeah you know i i don't use canvas ads that much I'll, what i can say is that you should test right so it always comes down to testing so i've got some markets where those lead ads those lead forms that populate within facebook work extremely well and then I've got other markets where they don't work that well. So I actually drive people off site over to a landing page. And it's so weird, man, like market to market, like you would hope everything would just be uniform, but it's not. It's like markets are different. People are different. Like, you know, people in New York and New Jersey, you know, they're a lot more skeptical of things, right? So, so it's harder to generate leads there you have to have a spit you have to be very direct with your messaging like no fluff no bs just like you know hey it's dr joe call me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm joking a little bit but like but it's it, it differs from mar uh from market to market so you just have to test okay but but i do have um i work um so i have a facebook ad rep that i work with directly right so because of the the volume that we do with um with our clients and stuff we have an ad rep that's assigned to us and i did ask him about that i said so what's the deal with like the lead ads does facebook prefer that you use those over a landing page and he said yeah we do it's um you know it's a facebook product therefore we want people we don't want people really leaving facebook 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, in just like embedding YouTube videos versus uploading it directly to YouTube, uh, to Facebook. Exactly. You nailed it. I tried to, um, you know, a new book came out, so I was trying to put, I already uploaded it to YouTube. I was like, oh, it's such a big file. This will be easier. Man, Facebook was like, YouTube video, blah. I was like, wait, no, you're supposed to push play. I was like, dang it. <laughs> so lesson learned on that one. Put it back. Hey, do you happen to have a, you know, little tips? I've noticed, man, it's tough to get people to get past the three to 10 second mark sometimes. Maybe I'm just boring and it's not interesting. But to go a 90 second to a six minute video, that's going to be tough sometimes to get people to finish it. If you feel like you have that much information, is there a length of time that we should aim for like sub 30 or what? Yeah. So, um, so the sweet spot for Facebook videos is 60 to 90 seconds. Like that's the sweet spot. And, uh, there was a, there's a company, uh, um, group called buzz sumo Mm. and they actually did a study. I think it was like something like a hundred million videos that they did this study on. And they found that like the sweet spot for a Facebook video uh, is 60 to 90 seconds. The sweet spot for a Facebook live video is 19 minutes, Oof. which blew my mind. I know. Right. I was just like, Damn. like, what? Like, I can't tell you the last time I watched that much Facebook live. No, same here. Like, but I guess people do. Um, another thing too, and I'll get back to the, 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 the time stuff is another thing too, to remember is that 85% of all Facebook videos and Instagram videos for that matter are watched with no sound. So like when you're running a Facebook video ad as a, as an actual ad campaign, you want to put captions on it. So this blew my mind as well, because like I listened to every video with sound, but I asked my wife when I read this study, I was like, Whoa, I'm like 85% of Facebook videos are watched with no sound. I'm like, that can't be right. She's like, I don't watch any videos with sound. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, I just, I just read or I just look at the video. Sometimes I can just tell what they're doing from the video. And but I watch everything with sound. So it really but but that's something to keep in mind. So always use captions with your video. And one of the places you could go to get captions is there's a website called rev rev.com and you can submit your videos there and they'll caption it for a dollar a minute. So if you have a 60 second video that you want captioned, they'll do it for a dollar. You know, so if you got a six minute video, it's six minutes. Go ahead. Now get this. I posted a video yesterday. It's 48 seconds. I'm describing, hey, get four free chapters of the book. Okay. okay. And that was at lunchtime. I went, when I got back after work, I was checking to see how my ad spend was going and if I, who's clicking and whatnot. And it told me, hey, dude, your video captions are finished. Do you want to save them to your video? I said, yeah, because I heard your <laughs> stats before. I was like. Right? I was just rolling the dice and said, oh, I'll just <laughs> throw some money away. I'm not spending, but like a few bucks. So right? it, it's it did the captions for me for free, which I don't know. It, it seemed good enough. It looked good enough. Okay. Well, here's the thing with that, right? So they do do, so they do have where uh, Facebook will ge- generate the captions for you, right? However, you always want to double check it because they're not necessarily very good at spelling or actually structuring the sentences properly. So if yours felt like it was good enough, then hey, you know, it was good enough. But a lot of times, like for example, I'm looking like an idiot. Like, yeah, they'll just like they'll like they'll take the word doctor, spell the whole word out. You know what I mean? Versus just doing like a dr, which isn't a big deal, but a lot of times they'll they'll misspell your name. 
Um, yeah, which isn't good, right? You don't want that happening. What's wrong and with this guy? He can't type. He can't spell. He doesn't know how to do a sentence structure. But yeah, they will do it. And you can actually there's a there's a function in there where if they caption it for you, you can go back in and edit it. That's so you exactly can actually right. so so. Um, I usually go to Rev just because they're so it's only a buck, right? A minute, and it's like and they're extremely accurate. I've never had to like re you know mess with it. But as far as like the timing on the video, 60 to 90 seconds, right? But one of the things you can do is you can build custom audiences off of people actually watching your video. And this, and I recommend the 50% mark points. So if you have a, a, a video that is 60 seconds in length, you can tell Facebook, anybody that watches at least 30 seconds of this video or more, grab them and put them into a custom audience. And those are people that are actually engaging because Facebook counts a view on your video as anybody that watches your video for at least three seconds. So you could have 10,000 views and 9,500 of them were three second views. Right. So those people are not interested, but the 500 that are left over from that and they watched at least half your video or 75% of it or watched the whole thing. That's your audience, and you can actually build an a, a, what's called a custom audience of people engaging with the video, and significantly, and then you can remarket or retarget those people with additional content or uh, uh, offers to come into your office. Maybe show them some patient testimonials. Um, maybe take them on a tour of your office. You could do a video where you do like a mini report of findings, and you show them what a normal, healthy neck looks like on an X-ray and somebody who has no curvature and show how that could actually be a cause of migraine headaches. And so there's a lot of things you can do with that audience then. When, when we're targeting, uh, there's so many, you know, you can put low back pain, arthritis, foundation, diabetes, you could, anybody. But we're talking about local clinics, whether it's physical therapy, chiropractic, whoever's listening could, can use this. We're geo-targeting, I think is probably the, probably the most number one thing we're looking at is your radius of pool. Right. And depending on the size town, that might be all the targeting you need to do because there's only so many people in the town to begin with. Yeah, well, exactly. And here's what I have found. There are occasions where I'll go in and I'll set up like an ad to target people, you know, like the Diabetes Foundation or type 2 diabetes or something of that sort, right? There are occasions that I do stuff like that. But what I have found is that there are people in your community that may not have a specific problem that you're going after, but they know people who have that problem. So if I'm running an ad on migraine headaches, I, I see it all the time, like tons of people will come in and actually tag their friends in that ad. What? And they'll say, Mary, you need to see this, right? And then Mary will come in and say, hey, thanks for sharing this with me, Janie. I'll take a look at it, right? So even though they may not be, you know, Mary may, or, you know, Janie may not be your ideal audience, she knows Mary who is. So a lot of times, like, I don't get too specific on, you know, going after trying to target in on certain conditions like thyroid or migraines. Like, I'll run that ad in a, like you said, like geo-target it. And then people will start to share and start to tag people that they know have those problems. And then the biggest thing with that, man, is engagement. So I have a guy that I'm working with in Florida right now, and he's running an ad for people with vertigo. And he did this great video giving three tips on how to you know, get relief from vertigo. And there were a bunch of people that came in and tagged their friends. And 
when I looked at his ad with him yesterday, I said, hey, like I noticed, man, you're, n- you're not communicating back to these people. So let me give you a little tip. So Mary just tagged Janie, right? And said, hey, Janie, you need to see this. So Janie probably has vertigo. So first thing you want to do is you want to go in there and you want to acknowledge Mary and thank her for spreading the message. So here's what you write. Hey, Mary, this is Dr. Alon. I just wanted to say thank you for sharing this message with your friend Janie or sharing this post with your friend Janie. It's because of people like you that we've been able to help so many people in our community heal from vertigo. So I just want you to know that I appreciate you. So we've acknowledged Mary for being a warrior, right? For like actually stepping up and sharing the message. And then what I'll do is then I'll go in and we'll go in and now we'll we'll address Janie. Hey, Janie, this is Dr. Alon. I just wanted you to know, or I saw that your friend Mary tagged you in this post. I wanted you to know if you have any questions whatsoever about vertigo and what we can do to help that, you can either private message me through our Facebook page or you can call the office directly and ask for me. And then you just give the phone number like right there on the post. So, and what that does is, is it allows people that are now future people seeing the ad that there's actually a real person behind it actually talking to you, right? So it, it gives your ad so much more credibility and it shows that you're, you're genuinely there to help people, right? So this is one of the biggest mistakes I see people making with their ads is they don't engage with the people. They maybe wait for somebody to leave a comment and then they'll go in and they'll maybe comment back. But if they're tagging their friends, like you'll see, I see ads all the time, man, where like tons of people are tagged in it, zero response to those people. Those people need to be thanked for doing that. Well, you're going to increase the engagement, which is going to make your costs lower. And you're really missing the, the idea because if you engage, boom, like you just said, here's my phone number, PM me. That's money in your pocket because they're probably right. going to call you. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. That's wild. Well, you gave so much good advice. I'm, I'm looking at some of these questions I have and I'm like, check mark, check mark. I mean, what's... <laughs> <laughs> and I really awesome. appreciate it because you're giving all the information and you're not holding back. It just shows you like Van Burf Media is going to take care of you if you use them. I did have a question. Since you mostly are chiropractic, are you against rehab doctors and mixers? Or are you just one of those adjust only rah rah people? No, uh-uh, no, I'm not like a um, I'm not like a hardcore straight as you will, right? So like I do believe that in a chiropractic office, and again, I know you've got physical therapists and stuff listening to this, but in a chiropractic office, I believe that the adjustment should be the 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 principal focus of your office, I, mm-hmm. but. With that being said, it doesn't mean that you can't do nutrition, you can't do rehab, and you can't do, you know, teach people about exercise and all these other things, right? But I do, like, where I kind of, like, I guess, draw the line a little bit on chiropractic, really, these, you know, these chiropractors that want to prescribe medicine or want to be, like, a medical doctor, um, I don't really jive with that very much. So, like, I've had people that have reached out to me that were very medically based, and uh, I'm, it's just, you know, I politely declined to work with them because of that. Because I just, it's just not part of my philosophy on health, yeah. you know. So, you know, for physical therapists, it's like, you know, I, it's all, people, people need rehab. My father, a few years ago, actually had an adverse drug reaction to the point where he lost control of his bowels. Um, he 
was paralyzed on the entire right side of his body, his right arm and his right leg paralyzed. His face was drooping. Uh, we weren't sure of thought maybe at first, maybe he had a stroke or something like that. Um, right. But it ended up, he was taking a new medication. He had 14 of the 75 side effects listed on the medication. Um, anyway, long story short, they did surgery on him, on his, on his cervical spine. So they said that's what was causing all these issues. Oh. And it's out that wasn't what was really causing it. But he had this surgery and my father had to learn to walk again. And thank God for physical therapists because they worked miracles with my dad. Um, after he started healing, he eventually went back to a chiropractor and started getting adjusted. But it was the physical therapist that taught my dad how to walk again and the reason why my dad can actually get around today. He's regained function, uh, I'd say probably 80% function of his right leg and arm. His foot still drags on the ground. His toes curl under on his right foot, but he's walking. And yeah. it, it, it's because of physical therapy that that he's able to. So I'm a big fan of that, big, big proponent of it. Yeah. Boy, that's a powerful story right there of just – yeah. It was wow. a scary time for us, man. Yeah, it was man. Real, no, from a drug. From a drug. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, you know, not to beat a beat this on, but you know, every every side effect that they mention on the TV's channel, somebody had. Like, yeah. Someone died. Somebody lost their vision. Like all of those things, somebody had. That's why they had to report it. That's why they had to report exactly. And right? there's not a good screening for these things. You just have to hope that you're not the one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I I agree. Well, let's switch gears just for a minute, for a few minutes. Uh, personal side, I like these questions. People tend to respond nicely with them. It makes you more of a human being. Um, you do a lot of talks. You travel, official vacations. You have an online company, so you pretty much could always be on your computer. So how are you able to like just unplug, recharge, and, and take time off? Yeah, um, you know, I take a few vacations a year. We're big beach people, so we usually go to the beach. So we went to, the, went to Cancun. Uh, in December, my wife and I was in Puerto Rico in April of last year. I was in uh, the Bahamas. You know, I do that, right? So I can just unplug. Uh, but uh, I love to smoke cigars, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's how I. Uh, that's how I. Uh, actually start my day. So I get up and you know how people have a morning ritual and they go and they meditate and read their Bible or something like that. Like I go sit out back and I smoke a cigar for an hour <laughs> and I just like sit and I just relax. I just listen to music and I just kind of unplug that way for uh, before I start my day just to get ready for it. And then I usually end my evening very similar. So I smoke two cigars a day, um, which I talked to a chiropractor friend of mine and he said, uh, uh, he's actually a really well-known chiropractor. I won't mention his name here just in case. But he said, man, he goes, you know, Native Americans smoked tobacco, Chris. And uh, he goes, it's not, the, uh, it's not the tobacco that kills you. It's all the chemicals they put in cigarettes that kill you. So he's like, keep smoking, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. That's hilarious. <laughs> so like, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so like, you know, I, I unwind that way. And, uh, but I'm a hustler, man. Like I, you know, I work all the time. Um, I start my mornings usually every morning by at 7am is when I get up and start my day, but I don't usually go to bed till about one thirty, two o'clock every night. Okay. So I get, you know, four to five hours in, but like, uh, I'm just up, you know, and I, I need that time to kind of de-stress a little bit. How are you getting those uh, 
photos of you where it's black and white and just the smoke, just the, uh, is that, yeah. is that hard to do? No. Is that secret sauce not. that I can't have from you? Yeah, no, you can have that secret sauce, right? So, uh, so there's an app that I use called P ColourPop. And if for those of you, uh, listening to this right now, if you want to see, uh, what Dr. Justin is talking about, go to my Instagram account, which is Cigar Propaganda. So if you go there, you can see what he's talking about. And what I do is there's an app called ColourPop, and you can load your photo into it, and it will make it all black and white. And then there's like, you put your finger on the area of the picture that you want to turn color, and then you just kind of like outline that area a little bit with your finger. It's pretty simple to do. And then what it does is like, I do all these black and white photos, but I'll make the cigar colorful so that it that color pop on right. the image right so um i recommend people do that because it makes your account unique on instagram um and so you could do that like if you have a whether you're a physical therapist or a chiropractor you could take a picture of you know something in your office maybe some people getting adjusted or getting treated and the whole picture can be black and white but you can take like your finger and make the table color or make the person in like a whole black and white photo, but the person is in color. It's pretty cool. You could hotline your hand and import a, a, a smoke sign after you give that cervical adjustment. <laughs> Poof. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's on fire. Right. <laughs> well, you know, cause I use Snapseed. And so I sometimes I have to heal my pictures as they call it. I'm like, Hmm, I don't like right? that weird thing in there. And I can just, like he said, and then it just fixes it. So it's the same thing, but ColourPop. Wow, my mind is... Yeah, and then another app that I use, because um, you can take a still image and make it look active. Oh. Um, so I use a, a, another app called Werble, and it's spelled W-E-R-B-L-E. And um, I have an image, I, I, put, I have some of them on my uh, Instagram account, my cigar account. So I've got two accounts. One's VanBurf underscore media. The other one is Cigar Propaganda. Um, but... I took a photo of a cigar and with Werbel, they give you like these little, I get that it's like clip art, but it's moving clip art. So mm -hmm. they had like these little smokestacks that I could put on the image and the whole image was still and there was smoke coming up out of the cigar. So cause it lay the, it was real cool. So if you go to Werbel and download that app, you can, add some animation to still images and make them look really cool. That is pretty cool. Woo. Well, I don't have to ask the last question then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have a spouse of significant other, right? Yes, I sure do. Okay. How do you keep your love alive and feel connected? You know, and I get this question quite a bit um, <laughs> just because I work from home and okay. I'm, and we actually, we work from home and we homeschool our daughter, right? So it's the three of us like 24 seven. And some people are like, how do you do that? You know, my wife, First of all, I mean, she's my best friend, like all the people I know. And I've got some really, really great friends. My wife is my absolute best friend. And the cool thing about my wife is that even though we do do date nights and stuff and we go out and stuff, she's totally content just being home, cuddling on the couch and watching a movie. Right. So I don't she's not high maintenance by any means at all. I literally tell my wife. And she's the same way with me. And I and I, I am not kidding when I say this. We tell each other that we love her, uh, love each other 
no less than 50 times a day. It just comes natural. It's not like I'm counting like, okay, I got to tell her I love her this many times, right? It's just like constantly throughout the day. It's just like, I love you. Hey, I just want to know I love you. You know, I go up and give her a hug. I love you, Pookie. I love you, Booty Bear. You know, things like that. So, like, you know, it's just constantly showing affection and showing her how much I love her. Now, we've got our, I mean, we've had our moments, you know, everybody does and stuff where you get into a fight. It doesn't happen often, luckily, because... My wife can be a real bear when she gets, I get, I'm afraid of her when she gets mad, (laughs) but she doesn't get that mad that often. You know what I mean? Like, I think maybe we have maybe three fights a year, right? It's like, and it's usually over something stupid that I said, like not thinking things through before I open my mouth sort of thing, you know? But, uh, but yeah, man, it's just, you know, just reminding each other how much we love each other and really being content with just being around each other and not having to be like, well, you don't take me out or you don't do this with me. And, you know, it's like we're always focusing on the good stuff about each other instead of focusing on. And that's the other thing, too, man. Like she lets me be me. She doesn't try to change me. She doesn't say, well, you shouldn't act like that or you shouldn't say those things, right? Um, She just lets me be me. And she, like, if I want to come back here into my office and I want to do some work, she doesn't, like, complain and say, oh, well, you know, you never spend any time with me. And I just let her be her. And it works really, really well. I mean that's that's great advice. That's kind of the the the, the wife I bought a not bought <laughs> the wife I bought <laughs> the wife I bought the wife I always wanted to buy. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, that's a scary comment because she is Chinese. I did not buy my wife. Um, <laughs> no, she uh, she's kind of very similar. She's low maintenance. She's not bothered. That was the word by yeah. me working normally. You know. Man, I'll tell you, I don't know, maybe it's the Asian culture because my wife is actually half Vietnamese. Oh, okay. So maybe that has something to do with it, man. Hey, man, I didn't know. There's something <laughs> on to it. But, but it's true, though. If, if you allow me to do what I need to do and allow her to do how she wants to do, because we work together, too. And she's my translator. So it's like 24-7. So, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it just works out well. And it's some great advice. It's good to hear and uh, appreciate the honesty on that one. And if you're ready to get the last question. Let's do it. Favorite books, blogs, or podcasts that you secretly love and ones that you should definitely, everybody should check out? Books, podcasts that I secretly love. Well, I'll tell you, um, I'm not a huge reader of books, right? But I do listen to audio. Still counts. Yeah, still counts. Cool. So I, um, as far as books go, some of my, um, I don't, I do not, I don't like novels. Like I don't like reading like fiction and stuff like that. I'm more business type of stuff. So Robert Cialdini wrote a book called Persuasion, which is an excellent book. You um, said Persuasion, right? It's Persuasion. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, the other book is, uh, uh, by written by a guy named Jonah Berger and it's called invisible influence. So the types of books that I secretly like to read are things that are dealing with, human psychology, human behavior, what makes people do the things that they do, right? What makes people respond in certain ways? Like I like to be able to, uh, when I'm marketing, I like to be able to predict the type of reactions that people are going to have. So I like to read those types of books, right? Um, Some podcasts that I listen to and that I recommend are uh, one called Perpetual Traffic, and it is uh, put on by uh, three people, uh, Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, 
and I do not remember the name of the third guy, but uh, digital marketer. There's a guy named Ryan Dice who actually started that podcast, and then those three are the ones that actually headed up. It's called Perpetual Traffic, and then the other podcast that I really enjoy listening to is uh, Tim Ferriss, the Tim Ferriss Show. So Tim's always got some really great stuff as well. So those are um, a couple that I listen to. One that I recommend is um, I'll pull it up here on my phone real quick. Uh, And I just started listening to this one here not too long ago. It's another marketing podcast, Heart, Soul, and Hustle. So uh, it's by a guy named Zach Spuckler, and it gives some really, really great marketing advice and then also social media marketing with Michael Stelzner. That's so that's one. I guess. Yeah. If you listen to that one, yeah, he's got some odd stuff in there. Whenever I listen to that one, I'm always having to pause it and uh, go to my notes. <laughs> yeah, right. I have. I use a. I use um one note and I'm like notes to see later. And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, do you are you a ClickFunnels back in person, or do you use somebody else for all this Facebook no, stuff? I, I use uh, I use ClickFunnels. Okay, just thought I'd clear that up real quick. Well, it is time to drop your URL and contact information, and how can people get more from you, download free things, and then eventually give you some money? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a couple of things you can do is one, if you go to my uh, my website, which is Van Burf Media. It's V A N B U R F Media.com. If you go over there and you wait like three seconds, you're going to see a little pop up appear. And I have a Facebook, a free Facebook marketing course that you can get for free and it will be delivered directly into your Facebook Messenger. So all the lessons get taught through Facebook Messenger, and it is uh, spread out over a few days, right? So you'll get a new message from me for like maybe I think like four or five days in a row, and it'll walk you through like marketing on Facebook. Really cool. Um, Facebook Messenger bots, maybe that, that's a time for another podcast, but those are some really cool ways to market your brand as well. So if you go to vanburfmedia.com, uh, you can go there and get that free Facebook ad course and uh, have it delivered to your Facebook Messenger. Um, the other thing that I would uh, recommend that people do is if you go to Facebook and you just search Propaganda Marketing Machine, you'll find my closed group. And you can request access to that. It's free to join. And I post a lot of marketing, free marketing tips and advice inside that group videos, PDFs, um, I mean, you name it, like I, I talk about it in that group, you know, as far as like PDFs, things you can download and, uh, and utilize in your business. Um, but lots of, uh, lots of great videos on marketing as well. Sweet. Well, that was an amazing hour. I really appreciate your time holding nothing back. And, uh, I think it's gonna be a real entertaining and think the guests are going to enjoy it. So I really hope that people will join your Facebook group if they aren't here aren't already a part of it and you'll see some new emails pop up into your <laughs> responder. So, right. Awesome. Right. Hey, like, like I said, thanks for having me on, man. This was fun. And, uh, you're a great host. People ask a good bit. How do you monetize a podcast? Well, if you have a big enough audience, you can just get advertisers and they just pay you a fee. Other times you get a little creative, like with affiliates. So you recommend a product and then you get a commission, but hopefully you actually 
enjoy the product that you're recommending. And in this case, I do. So adoptersperspective.net slash resources. You'll have all this stuff like Blueberry for the hosting. That's what I use. Set for set. They've got these wild steel maces. Well, I don't use that. They do have these power bands and they're great for stretching and mobilizing joints that definitely are locked up. Mentor box, get a book, listen to it by the author, summarizing the book, but also things that they learned since they wrote it, as well as a workbook to help you out. We got Primal Doc as a coupon code for Primal Health Bone Broth. It's paleo autoimmune diet based. You got no sugar, no soy, no no allergies, no gluten, no dairy. And you can save 10% off with the Primal Doc code. You got Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels. If you ever wanted .com secrets or expert secrets, if you click that link, you can get the book at a good price as well as help me out. And then underneath that, Amazon, anything that the guests recommend, if you see a hot link, a blue link in the show notes, if you click those and buy one of their books or one of the products, I'll get a little piece of that. And I appreciate it. We have got new t-shirts. We've got a Louisiana theme. It's my home state. So I'm kind of fond of it. We've got a make lemon out of lemonades t-shirt and of course some chiropractic shirts that are uh, tongue-in-cheek but hopefully you guys like them and gals also if you're into lessons learned in china my first book uh, exercises stretches to help with numbness budgeting all that type of thing you can try four chapters free doctorperspective.net slash chapters also acupuncture if you like no needle acupuncture if you like that idea if you always wanted to try it but you don't have one nearby or you just don't have two hours a day to go you know, commuting and getting the treatment and everything. There's something you can do at your house, 30 minutes for a little over a week, and you can see results. Now, a doctorsperspective.net slash NA protocol, as in needless acupuncture. So NA protocol, and you get four chapters for free. These complete with the words and the pictures and how to do it, how, when you should do it, all those types of questions. Anxiety, insomnia, back pain, headaches. So check that out. You'll be forwarded to a page uh, with a video, and all you gotta do is put your email in, and if you don't like the upsell after that, just scroll to the bottom, click no, and then you'll get to the next page. It's where you can actually download them. Also, if you've looked at doing an acupuncture pin, it's kind of like a tinge unit you would use for your muscles, but it's been modified for stimulating acupuncture points run off of a 9-volt battery. You can go to doctorsperspective.net slash epin, and you can buy that on the website as well. Thank you all so much for checking out all these resources. And if you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, rank us five stars, leave a review. Greatly appreciated. As always, if you have any special guests that you would love to hear or a series that you would like, reach out on the top right of the website. You have all the social media icons. Just click the one that's your favorite and connect. We just went hashtag behind the curtain. And this episode has come to an end. I hope you got the right dose for your optimal life. Please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends, sharing on social media, and visit the show notes on a doctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.